You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, we'll hear from recent Richland Source Athlete of the Month, Lucas's Logan Toms. Before we begin, a message from our sponsors. Is getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines on your to-do list? The CDC recommends getting flu and COVID-19 at the same visit, if eligible. Head to your local vaccine clinic to protect yourself this holiday season. You've got this because we've got you. For help connecting to vaccines, call your local Area Agency on Aging today at 419-524-4144. Funded by the U.S. Administration for Community Living through a grant to U.S. Aging. Now our future story. Our new Athlete of the Month series runs throughout the upcoming school year. Here's the gist. Each month, one high school athlete from Richland, Ashland, and Knox counties will be recognized as the Park National Bank Athlete of the Month. Those athletes will be profiled and awarded a commemorative Athlete of the Month certificate. Additionally, the athletic departments of the monthly honorees will receive $1,000 from Park National Bank. Today, we'll hear from recent Richland Source Athlete of the Month, Logan Toms. The history Logan is chasing this winter isn't his alone. When he becomes Lucas's career scoring leader, the senior and four-year letterman will gladly share the spotlight with older brother Riley Gossam. After all, the record Logan is pursuing should have belonged to Riley. A 2021 Lucas graduate, Riley scored 952 points through his junior year and was on pace to beat the school record when tragedy struck in October of 2020. He was involved in a two-vehicle crash on Ohio 39 just outside of Lucas. The accident claimed the life of Aaron Carlson, the driver of the other vehicle. How hard to start with? I mean, when you were, what, a freshman, that's when Riley got into his accident. How, yeah. I mean, what was that time for you like? As a, I mean, because you, <laughs> you were a pretty young kid. I mean, that's that probably was a yeah. punch in the gut. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a hard time going through that with our family, just because that was my brother's sport. Yeah. And... That's what he was planning his future around. So coming on that year, that basketball year, everybody basically had to take, in, take out on a new role they weren't right. used to, like Ethan Sauter. So just coming on that year, it was tough because, you know, Riley's a leader. Right. He was our, our best overall player. But it was more of the, the struggle of seeing him go through that. Right. But it was just nice that our community kind of gathered around through that, that game on for him against Shelby. And just and that year was definitely weird because of COVID and stuff. Right. But, you know, through the end, I think just sticking to what we do, hard work, all that stuff, character got us to that great season. I would imagine going into that. I mean, that was a, you were going to get to play with your, both your brothers. That yeah. was probably, I mean, to not have, to have that taken away from me, I guess, was probably a pretty tough situation. Yeah. We always kind of thought about that when we were younger, playing all together. So it definitely sucked to see that season happen the way it did. But, you know, I think. Riley honestly became a better person to experience. Now he's in college. He's I've, you know, gone through a lot. Is there some poetic justice that he's going to break the scoring record that Riley probably should have broken? <laughs> I mean, does that mean anything to you at all? I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm not a big eye on scoring, but definitely that motivates me because right. it's hard not to think about when it's doing something for your brother. Right. Obviously, that's something he would have done. Right. He, he was pretty close. So, yeah, it's it's... A lot of it's doing that for him this year. 
are you going to play? Are you going to try and play at the next level or something? Are you gonna, do you want to play? No, I think I've thought about it a lot, but okay. I don't think I'm I'm going to play at the next level for either sport. Okay. That said, I mean, it's kind of your swan song then. I mean, has it, has it hit you that you're, you know, basically, you know, 10 games from being done with the high school career? And yeah, what's that? It, it definitely has. Yeah. Uh, football is hard. I, I love basketball and football. It's been my two yeah. sports my whole life. You know, I recently just started doing track, but it's crazy when you think about all the time you put in since you're right. a little kid. <laughs> and uh, it is, this year's been different because you've had to think about that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's been hard. You never, during COVID, you're like, when is COVID going to end? And then you right. blink and we're here. And it's four <laughs> years later. So yeah, it's flown by. Do you, so you don't take any classes at the high school? I do not. Okay. I take, uh, I take online classes at the Kehoe Center in Shelby. Okay. So I go two days a week and then everything else is online. What do you want to do after here? I mean, is there, a, what are you, what are you, what are you looking to do? Yeah, so I've thought about it as I kind of wanted something a little different because I'm used to a small school. So I want to go to a bigger school, like a high university. I'm planning on going there for mm -hmm. uh, finance, something in the business field. I mean, part of this award is that it's, it's not just about athletic, being a good athlete, it's about being a team. I mean, do you, do you like to give back to the community? I mean, is that something that is important to you? I mean, yeah. you want to give back to the kids? For sure. I see myself honestly living here for the rest of my life. After yeah. I graduate from college, I plan to get a job around here and move back here because I'd like my kids to go to this school. Yeah. But yeah, this community is awesome. And, you know, we've done a lot of community service over the years through, you know, different sports and stuff. But yeah, this, this community means a lot to me. So I'd love to get back to the community when I can. Is it, are you going to coach down the road? Could you see that happening? <laughs> Yeah, I could, I could see that happening. Not as soon as my older brother, he started right after he graduated, but I could see down the road. Sometime. Where's he coaching? He coaches uh, Lucas Middle School basketball. Okay. And then he uh, helped with the football PB program. Okay. Know a great athlete in your community? Athletic directors and coaches have until the 25th of each month to nominate an athlete. Stories profiling the winners will be published on Richland Source, Ashland Source, and Knox Pages during the first week of the following month. Let's move on to some Ohio history. Did you know that Christine Brennan is a trailblazing sports journalist from Ohio? As the first female sports reporter for the Miami Herald in 1981 and the first woman covering the Washington Redskins for the Washington Post in 1985, she broke new ground for women in journalism. Brennan, a Northwestern University alumna, has authored best-selling books including Inside Edge and has been a consistent voice in sports commentary across major networks like ABC News, CNN, and NPR. Recognized for her contributions with the 2020 Red Smith Award, she continues to advocate for women in sports media. Now an event coming up that you should know about. Tonight at 6 p.m., head over to Winery 1285 for an evening of food, drinks, and music from Taylor Schloop. He'll be playing classic rock favorites, jamming on the electric guitar, and asking you to sing along. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Marjorie Stoat. Marjorie was born in 1924 at home in Richland County. In 1943, she married the love of her life, George, in Rapid City, South Dakota, and they shared 46 wonderful years of marriage together. She worked at Stoat's Grocery for many years before she began her journey to become a teacher. She earned a B.S. from Ohio University and her Master's in Childhood Education from Ohio State University, all while caring for her three children at home. Marjorie continued her life's work by teaching at Clear Fork School District for 21 years and authoring Benny B. and Willie W., a book that young children learning to read have enjoyed. 
She took pleasure in playing piano and violin, playing cards, traveling to all 50 states, and keeping in touch with her pen pal in Canada for the last 87 years. She also enjoyed attending St. Paul Lutheran Church in Belleville, where she was a longtime member. But above all, Marjorie cherished spending time with her family and playing with her grandchildren and great-grandchildren. She will be deeply missed. She's survived by her daughters, grandchildren, and six great-grandchildren. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Marjorie's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 